Might as well Might as well Might as well Well, I think I think there's a lot of that too. I just don't think we're fed it. No, for sure. And to, to the uh, epidemic that's going on, uh, this like might sound harsh, but for those who understand and have ears to hear, you'll get it. But I, I truly think it's God's judgment. For sure. I do. I think he's given us over to our passions. And I think yeah, that's what the mental health is about. I think that's what the... I, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's him giving us over because at the end of the day, God sustains this world. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's honestly like the rate is at it should be so much worse. So I think I think it's I think it's just as history goes on. I mean, not history. Yeah, I'm stupid. As the world goes on, um, people just fall more. You know what I mean? So you th- think about like the the Roman king or the, yeah. the Roman Empire. Yeah, yeah. You know, towards the end, it it was like like sick. Like people yeah. were like sexual sin and stuff was like so you know what i mean so i think we're just at a point where it's like it continues to progress progress you know what i mean i I wouldn't say it's god giving us over it's just sin is just so prevalent and like our like another thing i heard was like our dna was ruined after the fall Mm-hmm. And you know people live like you know hundreds hundreds of years back yeah, then. Yeah, and now the we Genesis, can't. We can yeah. barely live live to like you know hundred. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like our DNA is being decayed. You know what I yeah. mean? So a lot like, of people are just dying left and right. To exactly. It. So I think it's just the world is just continuing to progress in the sin that it was already yeah. in. I wouldn't say I, not, not to discredit your point, but I just I don't I don't I wouldn't say that God's like. I'm done. You know what no, I mean? No, but that's that's not necessarily what it is. But he can ha- he does talk about handing people over to their passions, and I just like you're talking about Roman. Guess what? Mm-hmm. They fell. Yeah. And any other America mm-hmm. that has has fallen, and I think we're in a state of falling. Yeah, hundred percent. And I I think mm-hmm. we're on top right now, yeah. and I think in about fifty years we won't be. I guess I, I just wanted to. Say, I don't think it's God. I don't think God is the reason that we're falling. Is okay. I guess what I'm trying but to say. But could He allow it? I think he allows everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, not everything, everything, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, that just kind of goes back to the other question of God's will. You know, yeah. God's will is what is here. Everything mm-hmm. that is here is under God's will because God is sovereign over everything. Well, also you have to put in perspective too is Satan as well. Well, yeah, and he's the lowercase you know, God of this thing. world. Yeah. Satan is in God's will. And that True. that's a hard yeah. thing to conceptualize. But he's also in our own will too as well. Oh, 100%. You know, and, and but that's, our own will is also in God. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it all, it's, it's all I, I guess what I'm God. trying to say, yeah, yeah everything canopy. falls under God. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is I, I just don't like the picture of God like giving us over, I guess is what I'm trying to I say. I feel like well, you got to understand he, he can and he does. Like yeah. he is, he is. I would say, but I would say he, he, gives, hate, he despises the same. He gives individuals over. I wouldn't say. Well, that's what I mean with, with the people who are overdosing. Or yeah. The people in, okay. in a sense, like he's giving, he, like he, he, Jacob I loved and Esau mm-hmm. I hated. Mm-hmm. It's really that simple. And that goes back to like election of like, 
and and also God's will. He knew you. He knew you before. He knew you while you were forming in your mother's womb. He knows every hair numbered on your head, and he knew you before the foundation of the world. For and sure. he chose you to survive. For sure. For and he sure. chose you to come to, to come to know him. He chose you yeah. to to reach other ears. So that's all I mean. Is like there are some people he gives away, and like yeah, yeah, we are yeah. not him. So mm-hmm. I can't fat. I don't understand. It sucks. Yeah. It does. Just like I don't death. Know why. Just like death, you know, and, and, and hold on, let me pause yeah. you real quick on that, you know, just like death. Mm-hmm. You've lost someone, mm-hmm. right? You've lost someone, mm-hmm. right? To death. Yeah, like I watched my uncle die, and I'm like, why? Like literally like six months before, I was in the breathing tubes too. Yeah, you, and, and, and I was like, and, why did I make and, it? And part of your testimony, you know, you were dead for, for some time, you literally. know, in a coma. Myself, you know, I asked myself this question well, why did my dad have to die? Yeah. Why did my best friend have to get shot and killed? Why did uh, a few of my friends get killed? Why Why did a few of my friends overdose and die? You know, why have I lost so many people to addiction? Why have I lost so many people to mental health? Why did my best friend have to shoot himself and kill himself? Mm-hmm. Right? And, and I put in this perspective of like, God didn't make this world to be perfect. Oh, he did. At first he did. He did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. At first he did. Yeah. But then that's what I'm saying, you know, yeah. Adam and Eve, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. After was it was it Adam ate the apple or Eve, or Eve, Eve yeah, ate the well, apple? You yeah. know, it was the world tumbulated or turned. Tur- <laughs> see now, see now, I'm making a word. You need to create your own Webster dictionary <laughs> for so. No, I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Transgress yeah. and yeah. Yeah. tumbulated. Digress. We'll say digress. Digress. You know, this yeah, the world go. digressed. You know, and and there, the world was filled with a lot of hate, a lot of hurt, a lot of sorrow. Like, you know, all this, all this uh, endless. You know. Things that we can't even describe yeah. of what it looks like and why it looks like this, you know. But my 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 thing is, you know, like I feel like, you know, like we said, you know, I feel like everything in this world happens, or I feel like nothing, absolutely nothing in this world happens by mistake. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, I feel like God put fentanyl on this world, earth for a reason. God put drugs on this world. Uh, mm-hmm. drugs. Or He allowed. Yeah. He created the people to invent that. And then that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and you know. And that's that's why I should I should have uh. uh yeah, you describe that, that more, you know, of, no, okay. of that, you know, but like God put uh, all this negative in this world for a reason, or yeah. or he, he allowed this to happen for a reason. And, and there's a verse that speaks to that. And then Colin, I know you have something to say. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, what can the, the uh, clay say to the potter for he created some for honorable use and some for dishonorable use. Yeah. And and that's just what it is. Like he does, he create, he, I mean, it's weird, but like he did create good and evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, it's a thing. Like fentanyl was created for medical purposes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it's using to be to be. But what does Satan do? He distorts. Yeah. yeah. He created sex is beautiful. Yeah. And what does he do? Distorts. Throws it in the music videos. He throws mm-hmm. it in porn. He throws it in the movies. It, it's he. He Rooted. is having a field day, and he's mm-hmm. been having a field day. But it's because he's running out of time. Yeah, he knows it too. And he, yeah. and he makes it more exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. No. It's and and uh, I was gonna say. Five years ago, would you have seen the whole Adam and Eve thing? Would you have seen the evil no. versus good? No. Exactly. God chose you to see that. It's nothing by our will. That's, exactly. I don't get it. That's what I was going to say. It's unfair, unfair by mm-hmm. our perception of what fair is. But yeah, th- that's the thing too. Uh, two things. Nothing is fair. One. Yeah. We're not, we're not even supposed to be alive, but we're supposed to be dead. Yeah. Because we sinned and we don't deserve to be alive. Yeah. So the fact yeah. that we're the alive wages of sin is, death. is unfair. Everything yeah. is, anyway, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> but what I was going to say, um, so he uses everything, you know what I mean? So like, like I think about my, my friend died last year as well. I don't know a fentanyl overdose and I think about that situation 
And I wouldn't be where I am today if that wasn't for that. Yeah. So God used that. And it, like you said, it sucks. We don't yeah. understand it. But he used that, you know, not only for me, but for me to yeah. come to him. Yeah. You know, he uses the hardships and all those things so that we turn to him and realize that we need him. Mm-hmm. So I think that's also like there's this one song that says, you take what the enemy uses for evil and you turn it for good. Mm-hmm. So all these evil things happen, but God can use them for good. Yeah, like, like is, what I'm doing, my, what, what I'm doing for you know, exactly in the, in the field addiction. of the yeah. teen, teen substance abuse. You know, yeah, and it's just Same like wanted to kill you and destroy you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he tried hard, yeah. but God said, "I'm going to use this yeah. for other against people. his advantage." Yes, and use exactly. it for a good advantage. Yes, you know? bro. And and I think that's just that even, even that is just such a beautiful picture of God. Is just like. You know, yeah, there is evil in this world, but yeah. he uses it. Yeah, he so, uses it every so, time. So then that, that that brings me to the question of like, how can you, or how how do you support, and a teen struggling with substance abuse? You know, what like I mean? me. Yeah, how do you just, support? Uh, yeah, or like support, or like, how do you? How are you able to be there for a teenager or? A teen who who's going through substance abuse. What mm-hmm. does that look like? Well, like, how were you? How was someone there for you? I mean, I think it's, it's yeah, it, it, there's that's variation. What I think about and, and, but then that's what I'm getting at, though. Like, if if you if you, you know, because I know for myself, I know what I have to do, to, or I know what I can do. You know, like for me, I can. Let me let me reword that. You know, like what does that look like for you? Like how, mm-hmm. if someone were to come, if a teenage teen were a, t- a sixteen year old were to come to you and be like, "Hey, I need help with substances." I'm struggling with fat now. How are you able to help another person, an individual out? Colin, you go, I'll go. Happy. First thing I would say is how bad do you want it? Yeah. I would I would tell them or I would really highlight the realities of what getting sober looks like. Because for me, you know, there were points where it was like, dang, I'd want to get sober, but I I didn't really want to. Yeah. And you have to want it before anything. Mm-hmm. So, and, and that's hard to say because like, what if they don't want it? Then, you know, you, you, I think part of it is just walking out with them and like, in a sense, almost making sure they don't die, mm-hmm. which is really sad to say, but then, but then, yeah, if they really, really do want it, um, first things first, I would a hundred percent, hundred percent point them to the Lord and just, you know, how much he has helped me and all that. But, you know, after that, I would, I would really just, I would say get away from it mm-hmm. for as long as you can. You know, you talked about it. Would you say it's like a, a year before you even like stop having any cravings for like? Well, I would say I, you I don't, don't know stop having cra- cravings. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. but it, 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 uh, it gets easier. It gets easier. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Lessons. So I would say get as far away from, yeah. from it as you can for some time. Yeah. You know, whether that's treatment or it's you know even just going in the wilderness with the, yeah. somebody and you know doing something different bro you, you need to get out of the you, can, you can't the heal, environment you can't yeah. heal an environment that you got sick in yeah and that's something that i didn't realize for a very long time um but yeah i mean and then i think there's just things that are particular to the person after that mm-hmm. but those are the two main things at least for me that i needed was god and just getting away yeah and realizing yeah. that i really wanted to get sober yeah I think uh, for me, uh, I think it, I don't know if I saw it at first, but community yep. is very important. So I mm-hmm. like to invite people to, you know, two, 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 grace abounds because that's what's helped me. Yep. Uh, another thing, and this just popped in my head and I heard it and I saw it, but like I woke up from the coma 
Ooh. I don't know. I just kind of think I thought it was another blip in my life. I was mm-hmm. expecting to be back at Chipotle a week later, like literally, <laughs> until my mom showed me photos. Mm-hmm. She showed me the ruin. She showed me the damage. So I think if you can show someone the damage that they've done, as you were talking about, of like, okay, so, well, so, like you may not be, you know, in prison or you may not have yeah. da, 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 whatever, but uh, hey, you've been pulled over or like you've been Behaviors. cut of school or like what your mom keeps finding your stashes or like what about, you know, so if you can like get like just be an ear, listen and then show them, hey, like. You can cut these negative things out of your life. You want to call them character defects or whatnot. And then obviously, point of the Christ. I like that you pointed that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know, but you're, you're right. They have to want to do it. But mm-hmm. sometimes, like, and even my mom said, she didn't do it for her. Neither did I. She literally did it for me. And then, you know, it and turned it into it, for Christ. Yeah, and, and it, yeah, sorry, keep going. No, you're fine. Go. Um... This is just a random connection, but I think about the show Euphoria. Have you seen? Have you yeah, seen yeah, it? yeah. You know, at the end, she's like, "Honestly, I don't know why I'm sober, mm-hmm. but I'm realizing that things are better because of it." Yeah. And I think that's what you realize is you may you may not do it for yourself in the very beginning, yeah. and you may have to stick it out in that hard, very hard, like six months, year, however yeah. long it takes to be very hard. But then you realize that life is better like that because that's what I'm starting to realize is. Life is honestly better for when I'm real. sober. And yeah, maybe my body craves what I, you know, used to be doing before. But I, I think of I think about like life is better now. Oh, so yeah, let me say that. My worst day sober is my best or my my worst day high is my best day sober. Mm-hmm. Feel what I'm mean, saying? My worst day. Oh no, wait, no, your worst day <laughs> no, sober yeah, your is your day. best day high. No, your best <laughs> Wait, hold up. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> My best day sober is my worst day high. Wait, no. Dude, I see, I, I don't even know how to. Worst day sober is your best day high. I said that. Worst day sober, best day high. Rewind the tape. Is that, is that how it is? Yeah, I've heard that. It's like your worst day sober. Let's say you have a super bad day sober. It's your best day high. Uh-huh. And like, I think, there's some, I get what they're trying to say with that, but like, let's be honest, bro. It can be fun being high, bro. Yeah, that is. You can have an amazing too. time. That's what I'm saying. That's Dr- why you gotta want it. Yeah, drugs mm-hmm. are fun. I'm not gonna cap on you, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, don't in the moment. In the yes, moment. Yes, in the moment. Yes. Yeah. I'm not trying to promote them, but I'm just saying, like, or glorify I don't. It. Yeah, I don't like people who also get this attitude of like, I don't know. It's almost like they forget like their mindset on the drugs. It's like. It, it is a deceit, though. Yeah. So I will put that out there. It, it is deceitful. And it, I think there's a spirit attached to that. Yeah. Um. I just genuinely do think some people can be happy in the world and happy uh, in their addiction. Um, whether that's a true happiness that comes from Christ or God uh, or not. No. Um, but I do th- think some people just uh, are carefree in this world yeah. and, and can feel a sense of happiness in that life. Now... And I think we did at a time too. Oh, for sure. Satisfaction. Especially, you know, coming at a young age, you know, when, when you're starting the progression of drugs, not transgression, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but the, but the progression of drugs, you know, when you, when you're starting at it, you know, you're uh, 13, I was 12, I was 12 years old when I tried weed for the first time, when I drank for the first time, you know, and I feel like that progression led to trying more and more and more and more and more, mm-hmm. but with just that, you know, and, and it led from doing this to that to this to that, you know, yeah. and and it just dra- it got draining so much, you know. Um, I don't remember what I was getting at with that, but you know. Yeah. Well, well oh, sorry. What were you? Sorry. Alluding it. Yeah. Um, uh, 
Oh, I was alluding at. Uh, oh, people can be happy. Yeah. yeah. So, oh yeah. For yeah. me, what I really I so sorry. You're fine. Gather my thoughts. I was saved at a very young age. I really do believe, and I think even people who aren't even saved, I would say. But I think the people who God elects, I don't want to get into that. But the people who you know will become Christians or are Christians, I don't think they can be happy in their sin though. Because I realized that I couldn't be happy in my sin. And I really wanted to, because I saw, like you said, yeah. I saw people who were in the world being very happy in their sin. But every single time God would discipline me, he'd sit yeah. me down. And I just realized that it wasn't working for me. Yeah, And I think to what you were saying, yes, people can be happy, but I think God's children can't. Yeah. And not to exclude anybody, you know, but like you said, that is the reality. Some people are saved, some people are not. So and some know. people still live in that temptation and, and those trials, you know, even as a believer of Christ, mm-hmm. I still live in, you know, I might be an addict. I might struggle with substance abuse as a child of God, as a person who lives within Christ or let's, or Christ lives within, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that, who goes to church, who reads out of the Bible, who goes to Bible studies, who reads the word and the scripture, you know, yeah. I still struggle with that. I still mm-hmm. struggle with living as a as a believer mm-hmm. you know as as a, as a follower of christ you know and and i still struggle with you know being in a functioning member of society even as a recovering addict 100%. you know and and i feel like a lot of people miss out on that happiness that true happiness of what that can look like for you mm-hmm. and and where that tends to Trans- I'm seeing. I'm making up words again. I'm making up words again. Transcend. Is that even a word? Well, transcend. Yeah, a word. yeah. Transcend yeah. means yeah. to rise above. Yeah, you know. But transcend in my, in my life, you know. Yeah. And, and and I miss out on those opportunities of what that can look like for me. Mm-hmm. And you know, getting back onto what on my life as a 12 year old, mm-hmm. I'm smoking weed and I'm thinking like this is numbing my, numbing everything. Yeah. And I'm happy. I'm so happy that like, dude, something else. Other than the abuse, other than the trauma that I went through and that stemmed from me as a kid, from my parents, from my dad leaving me to the abandonment, to my dad being out of prison, Mm -hmm. to family members dying to addiction, to everything like this that has transcended in my life that has gone downhill. I found something that was that made me happy. Mm -hmm. Quick question on that. You might have been going into it. How long did that last? Oh, for probably about a good six years. Yeah. From the ages 12 to I was 18 till I got clean this last time. Mm-hmm. You know, because I was on and off clean for, for a long time, for a period of time. No, I'm saying how long did it last that you were happy in it? Oh. Till I started struggling with mental health about eighth grade year, from like sixth grade to eighth grade year. Yeah, so it's like. You know, eighth grade yeah. year was where my mental health started, was where I was going to school drunk, mm-hmm. where I was going to school high, where I was getting suspended, fights, you know, mm-hmm. doing all these sort of things to numb my pain from yeah. my, my living environment at home or the lifestyle or the trauma or the pain. I stopped being happy. I started numbing myself on a daily Yeah, because I didn't know what happiness looked like. Dude, man, fuck, I still don't even know what happiness looks like because <laughs> I'm still in the, in the time of my life where I'm like, what do I, what, what is my purpose? Yeah. Where do, like we were talking about earlier is where, where do you find your purpose? What does your purpose look like in life? What does God lead you to do? Do you yeah. not believe that you've already touched on it? Say what, say Stepped more. into your purpose. Oh, for sure. I know mm-hmm. my purpose in life is to is to make a difference in this world. I know you, you just of, don't know how. I just don't know. I, I know that you know. I'm starting off right now. You know, I work at a treatment center, like mm-hmm. we talked about earlier. But it may not be forever. But it may not be forever. Yeah. I'm, I may I may get called to do something else. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. 
but making a difference. I don't. I just don't know what that looks like. Are you, you know? walking in trust, right? Currently? Yeah, yeah. I'm just walking okay. in trust of it. You know, like I love working with teen boys in addiction. I love working with teens in addiction, in mm-hmm. substance abuse. You know, and, and being able to make that difference and being being able to have those talks with teen boys and and young men. You know, who are getting clean. Yeah. At 14, 15, 16, 17 years old, it's a blessing being able to be 20 years old working in a treatment facility mm-hmm. with teen boys mm-hmm. because I get to make that impact with them, you know, throughout their stay and talk to them and, and support them and love and care for them, you know, while they go throughout this journey in their life, you know, and getting sober and understanding what was my addiction like? What can my life look like after I get out of here? So, yeah, I feel like I still have more of my purpose out there. Yeah. You know, whether Lord it's, willing. whether, yeah, Lord willing, you know, whether it's motivational or, or whether it's opening up my own treatment center someday. Yeah. Or make opening up my own organization to where, you know, I, I make a community center for teens. Yeah. To come cool. to who, who have, who live in a home environment where their parents do drugs or where, where there is drugs around them to where they can come to a safe environment. I ultimately, I don't know, but Lord willing and, and I trust in God and, and in his scripture and his word that God prophesizes everything in my life for me and already has a plan for me. I can, I, I'm just going to speak to that. I When you said that, I was like, I could totally see you. I could totally see you doing that. Mm-hmm. For yeah. Like, I could totally see the you com- having your own. Yeah, yeah, you have a real, yeah, idea. I've never heard anyone say that. That's, yeah. Thanks. If you have anything more on that, that is a beautiful Wait, idea. That actually is Look, really cool. Community center for yeah, yeah man. You know, like, have you been thinking on that? Oh, dude, I'm <laughs> like, man, cool, man, I've been thinking on this since I, since man since I was probably about sixteen. Yeah, no, I, I, I would I would pursue. I would pray, obviously, but like the fact when you just said that, I was like, whoa, I could actually because like because like we got community that. centers, we got we got like homeless shelters and shelters for teens, you know, but. We don't have centers to where kids can go to, to where they feel safe away from drugs and alcohol, violence, or just even just drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. or abusive. Like we have stuff like this, but it's not success. It's, it's not. Would the parents not have to, not to well, be like poop on dreams, would they not have to like sign? Have you heard of Treehouse though? You know, yeah, Treehouse. Yeah, they, they're kind of similar to that, but it's only like once a once a week, right? Yeah. So okay. yeah, I, I I hear your idea. Um, so maybe not live there. No, but yeah. they can go. Oh, but it, but it's a place that they can go to, to do like homework, you know, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It's like just to hang out, you know, like a big brother, yeah. big sister, yeah, yeah, yeah. Type, of, type of thing. Like a community know? center. Yeah, that's what he said. Oh, yeah, okay. like <laughs> you know, but like but like making a change in the world like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. with what I you know, like I was touching on earlier. I worked at Minnesota Down Teen Challenge for about a year. Yeah, mm-hmm. share my story on addiction at high schools and middle schools, and share my testimony of what I went through, where I was at, and what it's like now. Mm-hmm. And I t- t- touched on, you know, that that was one of the most humbling experiences in my life. The most humbling experience in my life that I was able to do was not for myself, but for others. 100%. It was it was very... It, it, Which in turn helps yourself. Yeah, because it, yeah. it opens up all these wounds that I have to sit... That I'm like, oh my gosh, like I went through this at a young age. Like, oh my gosh, like my dad died to a drug overdose. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I've lost over 50 people to drug overdoses, suicide, and, and gun violence alone. I've lost all these people at a young age that like, I couldn't even fathom to experience Mm -hmm. without drugs and alcohol because I use that so much to numb that, you know? And and now that I'm sober, I realize like, dude, like, yeah, that is not the life that I want to live, but that is the life that I can 
show other kids that that is not the life that you want to live and that there's so much more to life to live than that and and prophesize that you have a purpose Mm -hmm. go chase that go find that whether it's moving out of whether it's moving out of minnesota or, or moving to another state or going to college I feel personally for me, I don't, I'm not meant for college Mm -hmm. because I know that for myself, I can do anything that I put my mind to. I can, I can go to college, Mm -hmm. but I know that I'm not meant for college. Maybe right now. Maybe right now. I'm in the same, you know, but I know that what I'm meant to do right now is to start up on what I'm meant to do in life. Mm -hmm. What my purpose is in life. Yeah. Like doing stuff like this podcasts, treatment centers, Mm -hmm. you know, sharing my story to other teens helping other teens you know stuff like that is, is where you're going to be able to find oh my gosh like this is something that, I, that, I, that I'm passionate about mm-hmm. that I'm passionate about giving to others yeah I have something on that or what you said um, this is something I've I realized like you said sharing my testimony um, but do you think Trey you can answer this too you know you go through all these things and you, you just live your life at the end yeah. of the day right yeah you think the things that you've been through are normal, you know, like, cause you, cause you're just living them and maybe, yeah, you see like other people aren't doing the exact same things, but you're so used to it that like what you went through becomes normal. And I think for me, sharing my testimony showed me that what I went through wasn't normal. No, most definitely, man. Like, you know what I mean? The stuff that I went through as a, as a kid growing up, man, was not normal. Like my yeah. parents drinking every night, my parents using drugs, like, my parents fighting every night like mm-hmm. my biological dad homeless like using drugs and out of prison like the verbal and emotional abuse that i received from my parents as a kid mm-hmm. growing up yeah i found out that that was not normal but like i found out that 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 i'm very because if it wasn't for any anything that i went through from the age of birth up mm-hmm. until now i would not be the young man that i am today without 100%. it and I'm very, very grateful. For sure. I'm very, very, very grateful for going through abuse, through going through the trauma, through going through addiction, through going through mental health, through going through all those 15 treatment centers, yeah. through, through all the, the foster homes, the placement centers, the institutions. Everything that I've gone through has made me into the young man I am today. And, yeah. it, has, and it is yeah. leading me into the future that I can have tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And what is going to lead me into my life in the future and for my future kids and my family and my wife in the future and what it's going to like look like for my the generations after me yeah legacy you know the legacy <laughs> that, yeah you know what i mean yeah. but like breaking those generational curses for sure you know and and i feel like that's a big thing for a lot of us <laughs> legacy podcast legacy. <laughs> yeah um, you know you talk about being grateful for all those things yeah. we talked about a little in the uh, in the uh, one of the past podcasts, we but did. I think that's what you realize is, you know, you have a, yeah, you have a bigger purpose, yeah. but I think, I, I guess this goes more to like meaning, finding meaning in your life. Yeah. Just realizing that all the things that you've been through. Finding who you are, who finding out who you are as a person. Yeah. You know, and you gotta enjoy the process of it. You know, people, people like. That's the, that's the process be, that I'm in right now is finding out who yeah. I am as an individual, as figuring out who Gavin is in life. And I'm lost with it. Yeah. Who am I? Like, I know what my purpose is in life and what I'm called to do, but who I, who, who am I? Yeah. You sound more sure than 95% of the other people. in the- High key, bro. You know, but, <laughs> real. but I, I've lost a lot of that in myself. Like, who am I? Like, where, where do I find that? And maybe this is where, where I find my purpose. You're a child of God, bro. For sure. You know, but 
remember that first and foremost. I am, I, and, I, and I'm a follower of Christ, and I'm a believer of Christ, mm-hmm. and 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 through that, I know that I'll find myself. Yeah. If I continue to live in God's will, not yeah. my own will, because when living in my will, I'm gonna end up dead tomorrow. Well, he won't. Yeah. Now that you you've come to the the revelation that he is Lord, I, he won't allow you to live comfortably. You no. are in his will. I'm gonna live uncomfortably. If if you go back, no, oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was saying. I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and and I'm sure, and you know, a lot of us two, us three, both. You know, I'm sure we have lived in our will throughout sobriety, mm-hmm. or lived in our own will throughout oh, sobriety. Oh, for sure, you know? dude. I think I'm I, literally like a month ago. I learned what it meant to trust, and mm-hmm. I'm just now trying to trust. Yeah. yeah, like I didn't know. But finish your thought, please. Oh, what was my thought? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, speak to that. Speak to trust. Oh. Um, and maybe just what that's looked like for you and what are you realizing about it? And what led up to why you can't trust? Well, trusting is... <sighs> and cheap pain kind Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was. Uh, this, is, uh, this is broad and it may not completely answer, but... Uh, oh, no, not that either. We can uh, likes da, da, over there. Okay. <laughs> God's God's voice stills you, leads you, reassures you, enlightens you, encourages you, comforts you, calms you, convicts you. Satan's voice rushes you, pushes you, frightens you, confuses you, discourages you, worries you, stresses you, condemns you. Yeah. Dude, for like the past four years of my life, I've been listening to Satan's voice and like... I remember my sister sent me that and I was like, man, like I am rushing. Like I'm like, I'm posting every snippet I got of every song. Like mm-hmm. I'm replying to every comment. I'm like, uh, oh, I got to find a girl now. And like, dang, but I'm not cool if I'm not sleeping around. Yeah. Like all these things. And I was like, and like, man, I'm 21. And like, there's someone who blew up at 18. Like, what am I doing with my life, man? Like he's got a hundred grand, blah, 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 blah. he's driving this car. Like all these voices, 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 voices. going a million miles per hour. Slow down, yeah. dude. Yeah. Whose voice is that? Keep talking, bro. For real, bro. And so I had to just like still be still and know that I, he is God. Because like finding comfort. Well, yeah, but even in that, there's still uncomfort, bro. Yeah. Like, like, bro, I ran into like this girl that like I know today, and it was like uncomfortable. But mm-hmm. like, I had to walk in trust and not ask for her yes, number. Bro. Keep I had to going, walk, like bro. really though, Keep like speaking, <laughs> like, you're preaching right now. <laughs> like I had to walk. I have to walk in trust, like to know that, like if God wants my music to reach a certain, and we were talking about this, yes. He will allow that. Doesn't mean I have to go posting on social media. Like there could just be someone who Spotify. It just it it'll add to a random playlist. There could be someone who's like the son of an executive or a CEO of like a whatever Christian record labor who listens to that. And he finds me and he's like, this kid, I, yeah. I need him. I need yeah. him, whatever. Or like comes across this video. We just help someone. It doesn't mean I have to be a Drake, bro. Like I could just be flow. Like literally, bro. <laughs> bro, that's why sorry. <laughs> I, that's why I, when you were speaking, bro, uh-huh. I just like, I just got like this phrase for you, bro. Mm-hmm. I am who I am. Yeah. Oh, Remember for sure. That. Yeah. No, no matter what everyone else is doing, what this world is doing. Yeah. You are who you are, bro. Yeah. And I think that's just such a beautiful picture of just finding serenity in that. Yeah, exactly. And you were saying that you're finding who you are. Like, I think I'm in this place of just like, you're rushing. Well, no, not even, not even like revelation of like, God did he, he, all of us, he puts you some, through some stuff so you could be exactly who you are now. Yeah. yeah. Imagine you're going to be at 40, bro. Like you, you've lived 
lives that like or you've lived a life that lots of people can never say they've lived and yeah. like mm-hmm. that could be good and bad but like a sense of maturity and like groundedness comes with that and yeah, wisdom yep, yep. like you have an old soul in a sense experience and knowledge growing that growing that yeah we exactly and that's why like we go to these groups and they're mm-hmm. all like three times our age two times our <laughs> or like, age or like, and we're like dude we're really sitting and like we can make conversation uh-huh. lot, dude 21 year olds are not hanging out with their dads and are not hanging out <laughs> they're not especially nowadays yeah. with stupid yeah. idiots the same age as them exactly. like literally and sorry but you guys are idiots <laughs> like really like for real bro, bro, like, you, clubbing and, and bar hopping and partying and yeah. stuff like that like that is not the life that you want to live like dude, I, so much like, it's, it is a Friday bro. night tonight and we are doing a we're podcast yeah, that's so. what I, we be saying we were like bro what are we doing we're playing pot, ping pong we're like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, but like no I can sit with a 40 year old guy and pick his brain because uh-huh. I want to know like what mistakes not to make and like Hey, how did you like get into this position that you, you know, and like people with wisdom, I seek after wisdom, bro. Like I want wisdom because like, you know, like we may have had to go through some things just so like our kids don't. Yeah, for sure. Like he could have just done this all just so our kids could have a better life. We may have all these dreams and visions and goals that we'll never achieve because they're in our will. But God's will is like, no. You're going to go through this so that your kids can do this. Yeah. You know, and their kids in generations, bro. Like God is like ahead. uh, I think you might have been there that night, but um, Justin talked about the providence. Yeah. 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 I was there. And you, you, you go through these things in life that are like, why am I? And then you realize, you look back and you're like, oh, this is what it was for. Yeah. (laughs) 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 That's that's the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit right there. That's the Holy Spirit right there. But but let me touch on but let me touch on that though because you were just talking about like you would rather sit there and pick out an old person like a, mm-hmm. a person that's older than his brain yeah. and get to know what not to do and, and the experience and the knowledge mm-hmm. right I was I was just you know I was just talking to a few of the kids that I work with at the treatment center and we went I took them to an AA meeting today mm-hmm. Alcoholics Anonymous man yeah. and they were and it, there was a, the room was packed with like 40, 50, 60 year old men and women yeah. and they were the only 14, 15, like young, yeah, yeah, yeah. young, young, young kids in the mm-hmm. room. And they were all, they told me they were all so uncomfortable with it. Yeah. I asked them, I said, why? They were like, mm-hmm. cause I'd rather be around kids my own age. Well, I'm not, I, they, they don't know nothing. Yeah. They don't know nothing. And, wrong. and I, and I broke it down to them as I was doing it's group. Pride. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, and I broke it down to them as I was doing group with them. I said, you know, for me, I'm 20 years old, right? Mm-hmm. I would rather sit in a room full of a bunch of old men and women than sit in a room with a bunch of 19, 20 year old individuals, men and women, because I'm going to get the most knowledge and experience from those 60, 70 year old men and women because they have experienced more to life than I have experienced. Mm -hmm. I have experienced a lot of street knowledge and a a lot of addiction, mental health and stuff like that, but they have experienced more life Mm -hmm. of mistakes and actions mm-hmm. and decision makings and thoughts and things that they've had to process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because their their lifespan has progressed throughout. You know, like uh, it exceeds social, yours. Yeah, yeah, it exceeds more more life than my has. Mm-hmm. My life, all I've known is social media and phones and mm-hmm. and drugs and alcohol. They've experienced all that. They've and experienced more. even before that. Yeah, they've experienced even more to that. You know, yeah. and they, they experience a life without phones. They experience life with becoming phones and social media. Mm-hmm. And now they're experiencing life with just phones. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and before that, they experienced life without phones of going out and having fun with friends and, mm-hmm. you know, just experiencing life. Yeah. And then once it 
transgressed into getting a little bit older. Or, <laughs> oh, I use that word again. <laughs> but it. it progressed into them yeah. using, you know, like, oh, like, oh, phones are just coming out. Yeah. Technology is just coming out. And, and that's why I would rather get knowledge and experience from an, from an old timer in life. Mm-hmm. That's why I love going to Alcoholics Anonymous meetings other than NA meetings. Because I'm going to get more knowledge out of a 70-year-old man who has 40 years of sobriety than I am from a 19-year-old with five years of sobriety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they can break life down for me. Now, one thing I do want to say is, like, we shouldn't necessarily idolize age. Because they're no. stupid. Too. Yeah. They're immature. Oh, 40, for sure. 50, 60. And, yeah. And I was saying. Like, I get a lot now. of knowledge out of both of you two. Yeah. I was just going to say. I would surround yourself with people who just have been through things and things that you haven't experienced. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it can be people of your own age. Yeah. yeah. But. Just surround yourself with people who just edify your brain. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the biggest yeah. thing is realizing that not everyone deserves your time. No. For yeah. sure. You know what I mean? And it, even like you were saying, even older people who have been through more things, even yeah. they can be wrong. Yeah. So yeah, it's for like, sure. just surround yourself with people that edify you and that make you think and that push you. I think yeah. that's the biggest thing. In really, the correct direction. Yeah, yes. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just to clarify. Just to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I mean, I, for me, for you two especially, like mm-hmm. I, I feel like I get a lot of knowledge out of you two. Yeah. But Thank you. but I also get a lot of knowledge out of old people too. Yeah. As well, you know, like it don't matter. But I surround myself around the people who have the best of my my understanding, mm-hmm. who have the best of my interests. Yeah. Because those are the type of people who I'm going to relate more to. Mm-hmm. I love hanging out with all I, all my friends are a lot older than me, thirty. Like a lot of people who I typically hang out with who are sober are in their 40s and 50s because mm-hmm. I'd rather hang out with them because they just want to sit back and drink some coffee and mm-hmm. smoke a cigarette and, and talk about going to shoot some deer tomorrow <laughs> yeah you know or, or, or playing some pickleball or going aerobics classes you know so <laughs> whatever it is you know but they're, I'm going to get the most out of that because I enjoy that mm-hmm. or I'd rather sit at home you know and, and, and do stuff like this mm-hmm. then going out to the U of M and yeah. go to Dinky Town and go on a party. Like, what, 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 what is worth that? I could lose my life or mm-hmm. I could do something. It's just a waste of exactly. time. For real. It's, 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 a, it's like, who remembers that, bro? At the end of the yeah. day, like, I think about the nights that I went out, bro. The, the only nights I remember is when, like, God encountered me or yeah. when I realized I, I shouldn't be doing this. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, like you said, bro, it's such a waste of time. Bro. It is. But also I put in perspective of it like this. I also did that, right? Mm-hmm. But there's also kids now who are just getting into college who are just experiencing. Yeah. yeah. No, and that's what I always no. bring up. It's like they're just experiencing yeah. what partying and what drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. are as they get into college because they never experienced it. I Man, know a yeah. lot of kids. We started early. Bro. Yeah, we started really early. Yep. You know, I started at 12. You started at what age? Like 15. 15. Yeah. Uh, 16. 16. Yeah. You know, we all started at a young age, and there's kids who are 21, 22 years old who are just experiencing trying alcohol and drugs for yep. the first time. Yeah, exactly. And partying and clubbing for the and first time. And have years to go. And have mm-hmm. years to go, you know, with a lot of action and mistakes that they're going to make, mm-hmm. you know, but they're going to learn from that eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so I can't say that, like, oh, you're stupid for doing it, but I can say you're going to learn something from doing it. Yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna get something out of it, whether it's negative or positive. Yeah, and a lot of negative comes out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and and that's not that's what a lot of people don't understand. Is like there is gonna be some sort of negative that comes mm-hmm. out of that. I mean, and I think about for me, it was like 
I had to experience it. Yeah. Yeah. To not do it, or else if I if I would have never like I I was talking I think I was talking about this on like the first podcast. If I would have never went to New York, saw the things I saw. I would. I don't think I would be sober today. Yeah. I think. I think I would because I remember they they were. Uh, I was in Redemption House and uh, one of the older guys was just like, "You just need to learn for yourself." Like you know, you know, because they talk about coming to the end of yourself. Yeah. And I think if you don't, I mean, I wouldn't say this a hundred percent, but most of the time, if you don't come to the end of yourself, it is so much harder to get sober. Yeah. Because there's there's still more. There's like, it's, I don't like to say it like this, but there's almost still more using to do before you can realize that this isn't it. There's always and I, and I had to go through. Rock bottom. Rock yeah, bottom. Man. No rock bottom. There's always another bottom. Yeah. There's but I had to go bottom. through those things yeah. to realize that, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it sucks, especially like I willingness, think about- The willingness, like, like we talk about an AA and stuff mm-hmm. like that, right? Or NA. The first step- to get sober is admitting that we have a problem over we have, admitting that we have a problem over drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. that our lives will become unmanageable, right? Yep. What comes before that? The willingness to admit that. Yeah. The willingness to admit that, oh, I do have a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The willingness to admit, like, oh, I have made these mistakes. For sure. And that is the cornerstone, that is the keystone of what leads to that. And the cornerstone is God. Yeah. To give bro, the, to getting us, getting us to admit yes. that willingness of I have a problem. Yeah. You know, because uh-huh. without without that first step, well, I am the problem. I am the problem. Yeah. You know, before that first step, mm-hmm. I have to look at, oh, am I willing to even admit that? Mm-hmm. And before that, I have to look at, oh, God is leading me to admit that. Yeah. And God is leading me to find that willingness to admit that. And then that's going to lead us into all these other steps in life that we can make for ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and a lot of people don't understand or realize that. You know, you don't just get sober out of nowhere. Nope. You don't get sober out of nowhere. You don't wake up one day and be like. I mean, some people do, yeah. you know, but like, yeah, look, you, did, but you know, but like some, <laughs> some people, some people don't just wake up and be like, you got to go through it though. Yeah. But you go saying. through it, you yeah. know, like you're just like, oh yeah, I'm not like eh, for me. Right. Mm-hmm. A meth addict isn't going to wake up and just be like, oh yeah, I'm just not going to smoke meth. Yeah, today. exactly. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. You can, but it's so unheard of in the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous mm-hmm. or just in, or in, in, uh, uh the Christian community. Mm-hmm. Or people who are sober in the Christian community, you don't see that. You don't hear that. You know, you don't hear like, oh yeah, I just got sober because I got sober. No, something got you to get sober. Mm-hmm. The willingness got you to get sober, or God got you to get, yep, get sober. That's what I would say. You know, you mm-hmm. don't, you didn't just wake up one morning and be like, yeah, yeah, I'm just getting sober because everything in life is just fine and dandy and peachy. Mm-hmm. You know, no, something led up to you being like, I need to get clean. Yeah. You know, and that's just the way that I see that. Hundred percent. Well, that's Sweet. good, bro. If if anyone hears, you know, anyone who struggle comes upon this video, man, like if you're struggling with addiction, yeah. If, if you're a teenager struggling with addiction, going through it, or you know a friend who's struggling with substance abuse, man, yeah. or you have a family family member who's struggling with substance abuse, like support them, reach out, man. I think reaching out is the biggest thing you can do. Like, a lot of people think that reaching out and talking about how you feel is like huge stigma around that like a stigma around it like oh like you're a wuss mm-hmm. you're 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 what's the word um you're weak for mm-hmm. no i think that reaching out and talking about how you feel is the biggest thing you can do for yourself yeah so thank you so much for tuning into the video um that was an amazing conversation that was bro. amazing thank you for man that was out. amazing like yeah being a first guest too like that's a huge milestone yeah. for the podcast so yeah, if you guys have anything you want to close with. Yeah, man, I'm just blessed, man. I'm just blessed to be here. Um, I'm grateful to have this opportunity. That was a, that was, that was a long podcast, but I'm grateful for it. <laughs> it was good. That was, it that was fast. Yeah, nah, but 
that was a real, real, real good talk. Yeah. Um, I think that was very much needed. Um, you know, just digging in depth of what teen addiction looks like, teen substance abuse looks like, how it looks and how it can progress, you yeah. know, and, and how you can help another individual who's struggling with substance abuse. For sure. Um, you know, and just reaching out. Reach out to the people who you know are struggling, or if you are struggling yourself, reach out. Yeah. You're worth it. You know, you got a lot of life to live. You know, if you are struggling with substance abuse, mental health, just know that there's so much more to life to live than drugs and alcohol um, or mental health, you know, um, and just like God, God loves you. Um, and through Christ, you can live. Love that. You got anything, Trey? No, I just want to thank you guys um, for tuning in. Um, as always, feel free to hit us up on social media. Leave a comment, leave a like, share. Um, and yeah, stay tuned for the next episode. We're excited. Hey, you guys have a blessed day. <laughs> blessed night. Take a look up at the sky on our side. Why? Might as well. Might as well.